Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. We'll ask for Trey Biddy. Trey, are you there? I'm here. Good to be How on again. That? It's good to be on every day, isn't it? And you know what, Trey? Absolutely. You're so popular that Boss Hog had dialed in during the break because he wanted to talk to you. How's that? All right. Let's do so it. So let's just go straight to Boss Hog. Boss Hog, you're on the air, and so is Trey Biddy. So is M.E. So is Rick Schaefer. How about that? Wow. I got the guys I need to talk to. <laughs> I do, love huh? it. Well, okay. It's good to hear from you guys always. I uh, hope everything's going well with you guys. You so bet. let's get to it. So okay. did y'all see on NCAA, uh, on, on CBS Sportsline or CBS, where they've got, uh, you know, the top five comp- power conferences and a team to watch for? The Hogs are right there, baby. Yeah. And there's yep. no time like the present to know that this team is going to be really, really physical, just like it was last year. I tell you what, this team is going to be really, really good. It's going in the right direction. Everything is, uh, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm already, I'm stoked. You know what I mean? I'm ready. I believe Blake Hornsby is going to be uh, is going to be utilized. You know, as in some sort of different packages. Those freshman running backs are going to have a year under their belt. They're going to be phenomenal. Obviously, our offensive line has studs all the way across. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we've got we've got a really good leader up there that knows about playing football in the trenches, and that's where the game is won and lost. And Marcus, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Marcus does. Uh, if you'll hit Marcus's button down there, if I hit it, then uh, I lose him. So uh, you're right, Boss Hog. you got to be strong up front. Trey's talked to us several times about how good Arkansas could be up front. Trey, what do you think about the offensive line? Well, I mean, we've said several times you got two starters who are embarking on their fourth year and uh, two others who are embarking on their third year as starters. That's pretty significant, I think. And I think, guys, when it all shakes out, I think Takias Crawford will end up being the left tackle, even though he didn't play any left tackle in the spring. Uh, and a lot of that probably had to do with Dalton Wagner being out. They needed him at, at first group right tackle. But if Wagner's healthy, I think that Takias works there in fall camp and, and we end up seeing him start there. That's that's my bold prediction, I guess. Um, you know, guys to watch out to, you know, you talked about Malik Hornsby. It almost seems like since he didn't enroll early, people are kind of forgetting a little bit about Isaiah Satania, and he could have an impact next year. I mean, yes. you what this guy's doing in track and field, or what he's done in track and field, I should say, um, you know, in the long jumps, that a state record, um, you know, the 100, you know, even going to the indoor, the 60, the 110 hurdles, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, I think he won all four events at the state track meet that he that he was entered in. Um, so, you know, he's another guy that, awesome. that, that can play. Hey Trey, what about Keetron about. Jackson? Keetron Jackson is could be poised to to take a big step this year. He only had seven catches last year. I think he had two in the bowl game. Maybe it was two against Missouri. Uh, I think it was two against Missouri. I don't know if he had one in the bowl game. They didn't throw a whole lot, but you know, he's a guy that was the top-rated recruit in the class in the, in 2021. You know, and right. was always kind of viewed as kind of raw. But, you know, him, Jaden Hazelwood, Trey Knox, Warren Thompson is another guy I think could could have a nice uh, role for him. 
Um, you know, Malik Hornsby, I think you're right that we'll see him there maybe a bit more than people expect. Isaiah Satania also, you know, and then there's Bryce Stevens and Jaden Wilson. There's, there's some candidates there at wide receiver. They've done a real good job recruiting over the years. Not everybody has panned out. We've seen some guys transfer out, you know, TQ Jackson, Shamar Nash, to name a few. Trey Knox moving to tight end uh, after not being super productive at wide receiver. But I the think sky's the limit there. right there. The sky's the limit for Trey Knox. He puts in the work at tight end. He's a mismatch against everybody. Looking forward yeah, to seeing that. Right. I think if he gets up to 250, it's a lot of weight that he's added. He'll If he gets to 250, it'll be 45 pounds over about a 20-month span that he's put on. Right. Well, let me ask you this, Trey, real quick. On offense, we'll just talk about offense. What uh, I mean, we're pretty solid on the what, across the offensive line. Who's our starters if we play tomorrow uh, mm-hmm. against I – don't, I don't have the schedule in front of me, obviously, but uh, first game, whatever. We play tomorrow or played in an hour. Cincinnati. Against yeah. Cincinnati. Against Cincinnati. If they play tomorrow, well, Takias Crawford yeah. hasn't worked left tackle yet, so I don't know if he would be the left tackle. But let's say that we'll fast forward. How about let's fast forward to the first game? Would that be okay? Okay. Set up tomorrow. Perfect. Let's right. fast forward. We'll fast forward to the next game. Then I say left tackle, Takias uh, uh, Crawford. Left guard, Brady Latham. Center, Ricky Stromberg. Right guard, Bo Limmer. And right tackle, Dalton Wagner. So four guys. Oh, Wagner. We have this guy, this guy's the limit for Wagner, too. He's been there now. The kid's from Iowa. He's been there like six years. He's 6'9". He's a big wrestling fan. He's strong. I think he's going to really take off. I think this is going to be his best year. What do you think? If he can stay healthy, his back has given him a little bit of an issue. But if he stays healthy, then he should probably have a pretty good year. Um, you know, I think it's interesting when we consider, like, we talk about last year, who's your best offensive lineman. And, you know, some people might say Ricky Stromberg. Other people might have said Myron Cunningham. Myron Cunningham, I'll say Myron Cunningham even, and Stromberg was second, in my opinion. Myron Cunningham wasn't even on anybody's draft board. Nobody, Correct. nobody really even considered drafting Myron. Exactly. What is what does that say? <laughs> I mean, is that something that you should feel good about? I, I, I kind of think it might I, be. <laughs> I think he's going to spend a life—not a lifetime, but you know what I mean. I think he's going to have a long life span. You know what I mean? He's going to he's going to play a lot of years in the NFL. I believe that. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm just looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, it, it looks like a big obstacle to overcome, you know, replacing your left, left tackle, which is, you know, maybe the most important position on the offensive line probably is. Um, but you're replacing a guy who wasn't even drafted. I mean, I'm just kind of looking at it from that angle. You know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of importance yeah, placed on Myron Cunningham, and ultimately he wasn't even drafted. And Arkansas's offensive line was still pretty good last year. He's phenomenal. He's one of those that he's the diamond in the rough. And in my opinion, he's going to spend a lot of years playing, whether it be left tackle or whatever, but he's a really good offensive lineman that was overlooked. He's a diamond in the rough. Absolutely. I don't know if I would say I think he's going to play a whole, a lot of years in the NFL, but um, I'm just, I'm just making the point that he, you know, he wasn't drafted. What about our defensive line real quick? Defensive line has some holes to fill. You know, we talked about that a good bit yesterday. You know, does Arkansas have a middle-round draft pick on this defensive line for next year? Probably not. Probably not. Um, I do think that they have, you know, are establishing some some decent depth in there. They read Cameron Ball to really come on. You know, he's a guy that maybe one day we're talking about being drafted. 
but they need him to have a good eight weeks uh, this offseason. You've got Torian Carter. There still hasn't been anything released on the severity of his knee injury, um, but that's something to watch out for. Isaiah Nichols, who has started you know several games in his career. I don't know if he started any last year, but he started several. Uh, I do think that they're maybe lacking that one mammoth John Ridgeway type of guy on the interior, but it does seem like they've got a lot of bodies there. And this, you know, defensive interior defensive linemen get worn out pretty quick. So if you can, you know, get a good rotation there, then, you know, hopefully you can get to the fourth quarter with your guys nice and fresh. And that definitely matters. Defensive end, I think they're probably in pretty good shape at defensive end. I don't think there's as big a drop uh, on, on the edge. You know, especially when you bring in a guy like Landon Jackson at 6'7", 275, Jordan Dominic out of Georgia Tech, who was a good player for them last year. I think both of those guys will have an impact, uh, you know, this coming season. Jackson's obviously a lot younger and coming off of a, a knee issue, uh, but was able to practice a little bit in the spring. And Dominic is, is going to be a guy that, you know, enrolls this, you know, this next month here. Um, and they're still looking for interior guys, but you've also got Zach Williams. You've got Jashad Stewart. Eric Gregory has started several games for him also. Um, you know, Eric Thomas is another guy they like. So I think that they feel – they've got to feel pretty good about how they are right now on the edge from, you know, who they have coming back and what they're able to do in the portal. And then what about uh, our linebackers? We'll just go ahead and just go through linebackers as well. We're going to go line. through it all. Yeah. The whole <laughs> sure. team, sure. You're doing an awesome job, my man. Well, this is what I do, so – um, well, obviously you lose Grant Morgan and Buffer, or excuse me, Grant Morgan and Hayden Henry, and um, you know again, you know Hayden, you know just I think he kind of you know been banged up, so banged up and stuff, kind of decided to you know move on to the next phase of his life past football. Uh, Morgan signed a free agent deal. Obviously, he's going to try his hand in the NFL, but I do think they have some guys. You know, those were great college football players. They may not have been NFL guys, you know, from a size standpoint, but they were. Great NFL or great college football players. Um, Bumper Pool is that too. Bumper Pool had 125 tackles last season. Getting him back is big. Um, adding Drew Sanders, I think, is really big. It's almost like they wanted to keep quiet on Drew Sanders. If you notice, really until he's real good. Yeah, well, heading into that last week, it's almost like they didn't want to talk about him too much, and then they're just, and then everybody's just like, "Wow, he's amazing," <laughs> you know. Uh, right after that, he's uh, real spring, good. Spring show deal. They just need more guys to, to come on there. Um, you know, I think that Christopher Paul has a really bright future. He's still just a redshirt freshman, redshirted last year, but he's going to be your number three guy. Jackson Woodard was just placed on scholarship. Maybe he's he's the next great walk-on linebacker to watch. We'll, we'll have to see on that. And, you know, there's some other guys that are on scholarship that are that are younger, and we'll just see how they, they emerge. What about the secondary? I think it has a chance to be one of the best secondaries Arkansas has had. I really do. Really? Uh, well, oh, wow. they've, got, they've got Dwight McLaughlin coming, you know, from LSU, started six games. Latavius Brini, I think he emerges and breaks into the um, to the starting unit. Um, but he started 12 games last year for the national champs. Uh, Jalen Catalan's coming back. Catalan only played six games. He broke his hand in week four against Texas A&M. <laughs> Already had a shoulder injury, you know, and kept playing – um, you know, and I think he's a guy that people have forgot about. There was a list of the top Is he 110 percent healthy? Yeah, he's good to go. There was a, a list of the top uh, 12 players in the SEC that came out on 24/7, and um, you know they had KJ Jefferson on there and Bumper Pool out of the 12 top 12 players awesome. in the SEC. 
Yeah, I thought that was great, but I also think I would have put Jalen Cattle on in there. Maybe, maybe he should have. He should have been. You're exactly right. He should have been at least yeah. top eight. If he's, he's healthy. He's a the, first round draft pick. Yeah. Right. I think he's probably the best player on the team when he's healthy. Um, so having him mm-hmm. back is huge. And also, I think that Miles Slusher has that kind of. I think he's got um, the ability to be a draft pick one day. Also, uh, so you got Slusher. You've got uh, Cataline. You know, you've got Simeon Blair, who started a lot of games. Jaden Johnson, they're really high on the freshman. He played a pretty significant bit last year. They've got Brini coming in, who I think will emerge and probably take over one of the starting spots. Um, and then when you look at cornerback, you, you know, we talk about Dwight McLeathern, who I think is uh, – I think he – you know, we might be talking about him one day, you know, on the next level. Um, you know, Hudson Clark is – catches a lot of flack. Uh, I don't think he's the worst He's solid, though. He's still uh, solid. Among the starters. He, he, he struggles sometimes when it comes to makeup speed, but he has made so many plays also. Um, you know, there is a bit of a give and take there. Uh, Ladarius Bishop started seven games for him last year, and we didn't even talk about him this spring because he's coming off of an Fastest injury. player on the team, right? Ladarius, well, fastest player on the team. Yeah, I'd say Hornsby. And, and, and the receiver coming from Fayetteville, maybe just as fast. So. Yeah, yeah. And A.J. Green, too. A.J. Yeah, Green's got blistering right. speed. Which, um, which leads so, me to yeah to, to the running well, back. Well, you got one, hey, you, you get one more question here. Yeah, we've gone through the whole team and we've got other. You get one more question, okay? One, all right, coming full circle. What about back. the running back? Right. So, I think Rocket Sanders has a really high ceiling, and you know, dealt with a shoulder issue last year. Really, the second half of the season, most of his carries actually came. I think 75% of his carries came in the first 65% of the games last year, you know, so it kind of tailed off, um, you know, as his shoulder. And then, you know, he finished really strong, really in front of a lot of friends and family uh, in the Outback Bowl. But, you know, he's got home run speed, good size, good power, and hasn't played a whole lot of running back. Uh, Dominic Johnson wasn't able to go through the spring, but I, I love Dominic Johnson. I just think that he has, like, just enough speed, just enough wiggle, and – uh, really good vision and a lot of power. Like if you don't if you don't square up and tackle him straight on, then you're going for a ride with Dominic Johnson. The Texas Longhorn so, went for a ride, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So you've got, <laughs> I think a, a good stable of running backs, uh, and you're big. I think the team overall is big, and you know you. I know you don't. You're not able to ask any more questions, but if you did ask another question, I'm sure it'd be about <laughs> special teams. That's and right. Well, we'll save that. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll save Ken that for next back. week. You're a great right. caller, Boss Hog. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Man. <laughs> for those of you who are considering buying uh, either Lindy's or Athlon, you no longer need to because Trey yeah. just ran through the whole football team. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was hard for me to, uh, to match Boss Hog's energy there, I'll admit. <laughs> it's hard for anybody to. But, Marcus, when you hear what Trey was just saying about the offensive line, what do you think? Well, I think I, – I, I don't know. Here's what I think. I think Trey is – obviously, I defer to Trey in uh, and, and, and most things, if not all. I, I think what we saw last year was when Bryles um, – and I think I think Pittman, to a large degree, when they started going north, north and south, uh, that line is at its best. So that, that's a drive-run block team uh, that, that's built for that. They're not going to protect just – Amazingly, but they they can keep folks off balance. I'll tell you something else too. All these things we're talking about, 
at quarterback sets up everything. He makes the run game work for the other guys, too. So K.J. Jefferson, guys, is the key. He turns the drink for this offense all the way around. Teams have to account for him, and that opens up everything else around. And as an old offensive lineman, that makes blocking angles, especially in the drive block game, that makes blocking angles a lot easier and better for them. So as long as he's back there, they've got a chance to be decent. I see all kinds of quarterbacks listed as dual threat. You know, if, if you can kind of run, you're listed as a dual threat. But K.J. is a, a legitimate weapon as a runner. Like absolutely. A, like, absolutely. A, like really scary, I think. And um, you're absolutely right. That that keeps teams on their toes when it could come at, them at at any angle. I mean, from any guy um, and including the quarterback, it's just it makes it it makes it a 12th man out there. You got to defend. Okay, no well, boss, boss Hog kept uh, Trey on his toes. We'll see what JW in Batesville does. Hi, JW. Thanks for holding on and thanks for calling. Man, I just thought uh, Navy Mike was annoying. Good Lord. <laughs> Man, I, I didn't run out of questions to even ask. That was, that was, that was horrible. At least, at least Boss but, Hog was fired oh, up. That's okay. Man. Uh, my question is, is A.J. Green. Okay, we haven't even get to see much of him, but what we have, I've been sitting on YouTube and watching him on his highlights and stuff. He's fast. Is there any way you think you could see him out there? And I'm not saying anything like he's Joe Adams or Agile or as fast as him, but he's got a lot of flashes of like that. Do you think you could get him out there like in a slot position? Is, is he that good enough to break away is what I'm saying. Maybe out in the open or whatever. But is he is he could he get a defender off of him? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, JW. I think I think we're more likely to see him catching passes out of the backfield. You know, I think they've got a lot of bodies at wide receiver that they feel good about. Um, they need to make sure that they have a quality third running back. As we saw, both those guys, Rocket Sanders and Dominic Johnson, got banged up last year. Um, you know, and it'll happen again. There'll be a back that gets banged up, and you know. Uh, it's just the nature of the position. So I, I would I would probably say look for him to, if he's catching passes, to be catching them out of the backfield. You touched a little bit on the running backs, but there's a whole lot of them, aren't there? I mean, you, you've got guys coming back. you got guys coming in. And, and Green, who you just mentioned, is a guy that we really never saw him at his full potential. Uh, is this an area where we're going to see two or three of them play and two or three of them transfer? And, I, and I'm not saying which ones. It's, that's a natural thing if guys aren't playing. But are there too many running backs? Well, they're split up pretty decently, I guess, on classifications. I think we'll see Rashad DeBinion also. They they really liked him, yeah. talked him up a lot. He's more of yeah. a stop-and-go type of back, maybe not the home run. I mean, he's got real good speed, but maybe not the quite the level of A.J. Green, but maybe maybe a little shiftier than A.J. is. Um, but I think what, what, what we're going to see is a lot of Dominic Johnson and a lot of Rocket Sanders and then some A.J. Green also until it dictates that, hey, you know, somebody else has to step up because you have somebody banged up and then we'll we'll see it mixed up. But generally, I think you're going to see uh, them primarily go with two backs and then, um, you know, get a third in there for, for certain packages and stuff. Or when they when they want that speed on the field, maybe they get A.J. Green out there. Today, Trey, is, is Green your your swing back for your swing passes, trying to get uh, get isolated outside? I think uh, so, but I mean, let's not, 
Yeah, I think I think so. We saw him do some of that last year, but let's not forget Rocket Sanders was a wide receiver well, when he enrolled. So he can do it. Too. And Dominic Johnson cut, caught some passes also, you know. So that's true. Um, I mean, I think all those, I think all three of those guys can catch passes. Just in case, this is for Trey. We got Randy on the line, and Trey's only got another minute. So, Randy, you are, if I, there you go. You're on the air, Randy. Thanks for calling. Yeah, man. Uh, let's, uh, Let's play that on these uh, receivers and running backs and see if they're going to, you know, just uh, they may stick around and not transfer right now. They may just uh, stick around. That's what we're hoping for. Randy, I'm sorry we can't stick around. It's time to take a break. But thanks for calling. And thank you, Trey Biddy, for another great insightful run through the entire football team today. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good deal. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Trey.